0: What's up, guys? It's Matt. Just got to do an update. Not real long, but just what's weighing on my head from what's happened. Like, unfortunately, I'm an ultimate risk taker. I'll just put it like that. So I don't think about consequences. <laughs> like Greg Graffin from Bad Religion, he says that in a Bad Religion song. He's like, I don't fear. I think it's an infected or 21st century digital boy. He's like, I don't fear the consequence. Like, that's how I am, too, because I don't care because I've already labeled myself a drifter for this long. So it's like I don't care about credit or, like, I don't care about, like, scam and fraud. I'll just take risks. But, like, it's bad since I'm living at my parents' house because they obviously are going to enforce that I fucked up royally. Of course, you know, so at any rate, like... Since COVID started, unfortunately, my my social security leaked out there and probably I fucked up and gave it to the wrong person. You know, I'm I'm just being honest. I don't exactly remember what happened at this point, but obviously at this point my social security numbers out there. So like since COVID started, like bank accounts left and right and bank accounts and like other like like Merrill Lynch shit like has been opening in my name and like coming to my parents' house and I'm like, Good lord, even this is like out of control more out of control than it needs to be. And it's just like and like there, like even like, and I fell for it last year. But like even like for my taxes, like they're sending me this weird thing that said I did like a fifteen hundred dollar transaction that I never did. And last year I fell for it, and like my taxes, they took like a thousand. I mean, like I, I'm just gonna say like. It's really funny because my friend Jeremy and I, who he's an awesome painter and he's really talented, but also like a lot of mental problems and drug addictions and and I'm not judging. I'm just saying we're friends like it is what it is. But like yesterday we were on the phone together and almost just about almost at the same time we both go like, I hate the dollar bill. Because I hate it. Because I don't make enough at my job to support myself. And then, like, I can't have my disability money. And then my social security number's out there. So people are just fucking with me left and right. And, like, you know, like, telling me that, like, they're going to send me, like, money. And all this crazy. I mean, it's just crazy. And it's just like, okay, I fucked up. But at the same time, like, these hackers... And and these scam artists are sick as fuck to be doing this to a guy like me that's labeled mentally ill. Because, yeah, I might fall for it because my head is not exactly as witty and smart as it used to be due to mental illness. It's just not. So it's like they know I'm mentally ill and they're going to take advantage of me as much as possible. And I don't think this shit's ever going to end. Like, shit comes in the mail all the fucking time. So, like... I mean, it's perfect for this podcast, but it's unfortunate that that is how my life is going because my credit is so shot from all these fake accounts being opened. I mean it was shot before from bad decisions, but like my 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 credit and and like now I have like a history of like scam like opening accounts and all this crazy ass shit so like, I don't know what to say anymore. I'm real down about this stuff right now. Like, real down. Cause, and people are going to just tell me I'm gullible and I fell for shit. But here's the thing. When you're desperate and you're trying to make money like a lump sum instead of these shitty amounts that you get at these jobs, it, when, you're, when you're that desperate, you will try anything. Like, I don't care about people that think that's crazy to try that. Like, you will try anything. You know, when you can't have your disability money and you can't do this because of pot and this, all these, it's just, everything is denied with me. Like, I mean, but at the same time, like I make, I'm going to go make 30 bucks tomorrow on a taste test, you know, which is positive. But it's just like, I'm just so tired, like ever since COVID started that hackers and scammers are even more aggressive and they don't have parents telling them not to do that shit because they're probably in other countries doing it. So they're desperate. They're, they're even more desperate than a, a broke American, you know. And it's just like, and, and even like sometimes they go on my Facebook and my messenger and they'll ask all my friends, like, can you buy a, a, a gift card? All this crap. It's just like, dude, like. Like, lay off people, okay? Like, we don't need this in our lives. We have enough problems as it is. And then to add scam and fraud into your life, you just, it makes you hate the dollar bill. You're like, this is disgusting. Like, I fucking hate money. Like, I mean, I do anyways. I've been smoking it up for 20 years anyways. So I I don't have respect for, I have, I've never had respect for the dollar bill. Like, never. Because I think it's a joke. Because you need so much money just to put a roof over your head and have a toilet and fucking a bed. Like, that's out of control. That's fucking ridiculous in the first place. And that's why I don't even want to move out. Because I'm like, I'll just be suffering in a studio apartment with like a little bit of food and a little bit of weed. And that's it. And that's all you're going to get just to have a fucking roof over your head. And a shower and shit. It's like, is that even worth it to pay $1,200, $1,300 a month for a fucking studio apartment or, you know, 800 or 900 it's, like, It's like, I'd rather save that money for something else than use it on rent. So, yeah, of course, I'm a different type of person talking like that, but I'm just saying, like... I don't know, man. Like ever since I got back from Portland, it's been real bad. Like everything has just gone downhill. Like, I mean, okay, it's good I'm not in Portland right now because it's like a third world country. It's even worse than when I was out there like four years ago. It's like a fucking Portland and Seattle are like a third world country now. Like there's just homeless everywhere. But a lot of them work. That's what these people don't, everyone, he's a heroin addict. No, no, a lot of them just, they work jobs like mine, like $15 an hour. And it's not enough to get into a place. So you got to live in a tent. I mean, I'm, once it gets warm around here, I think I'm going to do that. Because I need peace and quiet and like, fucking not arguing about money with my parents all the time. Like, they don't need that. I don't need that. I'm just being honest. Like, Fuck. So it's been really fucked up since I got back to Illinois and COVID and shit. And I, to be honest, I've just been trying to stay high to, like, laugh about, like, but every time I have a sober day, it's like, oh, man, I really, I really, like, like, when you look at the regular life of society, like, oh, man, I, I did everything wrong. Like, I, but, but I, I never wanted to be part of society in the first place. So I don't. I'm not really affected by any of this. It's just like I feel negative when, like, my parents are like, I can't believe you did this. And I'm like, well, I can't believe, like, the dollar bill even fucking exists because that's crazy in the first place. So, (laughs) like, that's how I feel at this point. I'm just, I'm tired of money. I'm tired of, like, trying to figure out how to save up enough in this. I'm just tired of the whole process. And not even just because of scam and fraud, just in general, I'm tired of how jobs ask you to do 500 tasks for fifteen dollars. And I, I mean, <coughs> the, okay, you guys, the amount I was doing at Jewel for twelve or thirteen dollars an hour versus a couple more dollars an hour, the amount I'm doing at Whole Foods is fucking ridiculous. <coughs> Can you do this? Can you? And it's just like. Like, sometimes I don't even remember a couple of the tasks I have to do. And I have to, like, get reminded by people. Because it's so fucking hard to remember all these tasks in a busy environment. I, <clears throat> I don't even know. I mean, but I know I'm going to be homeless eventually again. Because I'm, I'm not fixing my credit. Because that's what you're supposed to do. I don't care. Like, I don't... I. I I'm a drifter person. Like, eventually I'm going to be out of Illinois. So (laughs) it doesn't really matter to me. Like, and there's always alternative ways to live in other places. You know, I mean, it's harder in the Midwest because winter lasts longer. And so you have to kind of stay inside for X amount of months. You know, and I mean, I'd be perfectly happy sleeping in a tent outside. Once it's like, you know, 50 degrees at night or 40 degrees, like I'd be perfectly happy. But I know people around here would look at me like I'm crazy. But it's just like, well, I, I don't have, I have a job, but I don't have enough to live like you. So I can't <laughs> even if I save every dime for 20 weeks in a row. Yeah, but then how how am I supposed to eat? Then I still have to mooch off my parents' food. For to make sandwiches and drinks and shit for lunch. While I don't spend my money, I mean this shit is just insane. It's just insane, you know. And then I, you got these weirdos on Facebook talking shit to people that are fatter than you, calling you a fat ass. I'm like, none of this makes any sense. Like why? Why do these people come back into your life after you left them? And you're like, Nah, dude, enough of your bullshit. And then they come back, and you're like, Why? Why are you doing this, man? We already separated. That means we don't talk to each other anymore. That's what it means. You know, I'm just, I'm done with a lot of people, dude. Like, there's no. Every ever since COVID started, everyone got more selfish and more rude. Almost everybody at Whole Foods, when we're in the break room, they're like, oh, these people are so fucking rude. So it's not just Matt Bennett going around ranting about people. It's like everybody who comes in the break room is like, oh, these people are rough. Like, they're rude and they're selfish. And I'm like, yeah, see? I know what I'm talking about. So, whatever. I'm just getting this shit off my chest. That is what it is, man. Like, I'm not perfect, okay? Like, I never vowed to ever be perfect, but... Uh, I, I did not know, like, all this negative shit was going to happen when I came back to Illinois from Portland either. I I didn't know, okay, so now it did, but I'm still here, but, you know, and I, I just find ways to get paid that, like, like, I don't, I refuse to open another bank account after everything that I've been through, and, I, like, I get paid from Whole Foods on a net spend card, so, like, there's no overdraft fees or any and there's no fees with net spend, so it's like better than a bank that's i by going through all this negative shit, I figured out something that would work that's better than a bank, so in case you ever went negative and you you're not in any trouble or anything right so I figured that out, and then like at the 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 taste test place, they pay you on a visa debit card, so yeah, I don't need a bank account for that so basically from here on out i'm just I'm just like. Finding ways to, and then like autographs, my buddy either PayPal's me, which I can do that. It's hooked up to my net spend card too, or it gives me cash. So it's like, I'm just finding ways to make money without having a serious bank account or this or this or this. Because I'm so scared that another hacker is going to come into my life and be like, give me your information now. And you're like, no. And then they just bother you and they call you and they do all this shit until you break down and give them your information. It's insanity out there right now. Like, I don't care. You want to call me gullible or naive? Fine. But like, you know what? Like, the hackers and the scammers, are the they make you sick to your stomach about the dollar bill, you know, because it's sick cuz they don't have to go to a job and they don't have a mom or dad telling them what they're doing is wrong like like me like everything I do is wrong according to the baby boomer people in this household so <laughs> just like what do you want me to say like I'm jealous of people that don't get in trouble for doing wrong yeah that's the truth cuz I'm always in trouble and, and it was and even if it's a major thing I'm still like yeah but I'm I'm not in jail like I'm not behind bars, I don't have a murder case on me or some crazy shit, you know, it's just finances and I fucked it all up, like, but you can always fix that, so it's like, it's not the end of the world, but it does get me real down, like the dollar bill, like not ever having money or like begging for a 20 of my savings on a daily basis from my mom is like real negative, so I'm like, I... Like, I hate the, the dollar bill in that sense. Like, like the fact that I have to fight for the money that I earned makes me want to vomit about the dollar bill. Like, it's just sick. So, I don't know. Like, if there is another way to live out there somewhere in the U.S., I guess that's where I better go. Like, a barter place or something. Because I hate barter. I hate how people compare their bank accounts and I have more money than you. And the the whole thing to me is so fucking stupid. So it's just like, I don't know. Like, I've been through it all. I've been through every negative thing with the dollar bill. You know? Like, I really have. And I really do not like the concept of a capitalistic society. Like, I just don't like it. And I tell people at work that. I'm like, I don't like capitalism. Capitalism, sorry. And it's like, they understand, They a lot of them know what I'm saying, it's like, because they're smart people too, a lot of people in retail are really smart, dude, <laughs> you know, so they know what I'm talking about, they're like, oh, capitalism sucks, and I'm like, yeah, so like, there's, I'm not the only one that feels this way, maybe I'm one of the only ones that's been through all like the fraud and scam shit, but like, I know there's other people, I've talked to them on WhatsApp, people, oh, I lost 3,000, you know, like, I've talked to other people that this has happened to, so I'm not the only one, but it's just like, if it, here in Elmhurst, it feels like I'm the only one, <laughs> so, at any rate, I think that's all I got, but, I mean, I'm gonna hang in there, but it's just, I just, I'm tired of money, dude, like, Money has never made me happy because people have always told me, you don't know how to manage it. You don't know how to do this. And I'm just like, well, if this shit just keeps continuing over and over, then I guess they're right. I don't know how to do any of this shit. And like, I'm. A, what's a shame is I'm a hardworking person. And then my money just go, goes all to negative, not negative shit. I mean... I, See, they have me brainwashed that I have to quit weed, too. It's just like everything's wrong that I do. Like, that's what I mean. So I just said negative shit. I don't think weed's negative shit. Weed makes me positive in these negative times. That's what it does, but... You know, but it's always like, oh, you're the guy that, but you're mentally ill and on pills, so you shouldn't be smoking weed on top of your pills and all this crap. I I get what people are saying, but you don't think that's going to make a guy like me jealous because I, I don't get to drink, I don't get to smoke, I don't get to do anything, and everybody else in these crazy times is doing everything. Even out in Portland, hard drugs are decriminalized so people are smoking crack I'm not saying it's right or good but I'm just saying there's people out in Portland smoking crack on the daily and no cops can even do anything about it anymore so it's like uh, and then I'm getting in trouble for taking a hit of weed here in Elmhurst I'm like you people don't understand like I could be on way worse substances than I am right now you know even the doctors and the The psychiatrists and all that. I'm like, you people don't understand. You're going to yell at me about weed on top of pills. But like, it's like I could be on crack or heroin or meth on top of pills. Like way worse, you know. So it's just like that's where I'm fed up with the Midwest. Because like they just judge you if you smoke pot. And alcohol and cigarettes are still always going to be the number one main social thing that people do, and ever since I quit alcohol, it's like, I I don't live that lifestyle anymore, and it's good that I don't, because all these people I talk to, yeah, I got another DUI, and so, okay, I'm so grateful that, I guess in the end, like, I know I'm bitching about this, but in the end, I guess I'm so grateful that, I have financial problems and not legal problems. Because at least the cops aren't knocking on my door. Take him away. again. You know, at least they're not doing that shit. So it's like, I guess I'd rather have financial problems than, than legal problems. Which legal problems could lead to more financial problems too. So it's like, at least I don't drink. And I can't, and I don't drive either. If I take a ride, it's a lift, lift and drift. So it's like, at least I don't, you know, I don't have a DUI to think about at work all day but you know it is weird like I do talk to some other coworkers and they're like oh I feel suicidal I mean we we're, we're joking in the sense of, of the suffering but it's like I mean I I talked to two more coworkers today like when I'm on the clock I feel suicidal and I'm like yeah me too like and I'm not saying that like for anybody to worry about any of us we, it's just a feeling and it's like, yeah, that's how it, like the working world makes you want to die at this point, unless you have a job that you really like. And But I, I've never found that, so I don't know what that's like. You know, like I like doing this podcast or like, you know, I got like 20 some likes on my solo. It's like, I like singing. I like doing my podcast. I like filmmaking. Other than that, that's about the only three things I like to do on, on this whole planet. Everything else to me is bullshit. And and negative and too hard and like, yeah. So I know I'm a pure artist person at heart and that's who I am. And that's how I've always been because why? Do I, I've had 30 some jobs and they've all mostly all been poverty and I've never been able to support myself in a, or any of this shit. So it's like, obviously that route of life is not for a guy like me. It's not because I keep trying and I keep failing. So it's like, But then I sing a solo and I barely practiced it. And I nailed it. It's like... (laughs) Or like this podcast has over 3,000 plays, you know? It's like, obviously, this is the stuff I'm supposed to be doing. You know? Because when it comes down to living a serious suburban life, I'm way too far gone for that shit. So it's like, yeah. So anyway, I think that's all I got. This was a pretty good one, honestly, but... You know, I don't, I'm don't. i just going to keep going with this podcast because I'm loving doing this. Like, one, it's therapy. And I know I've said this in other uh, episodes. It's, it's therapy or entries or however you want to put it. But two, it's just like, like, I'm so close to cashing out on this. And like I I know it's only 10 bucks. But like cashing out on this podcast, like means way more to me than getting paid for two weeks at some stupid job. Yeah. So that's how I know I do not belong, you know, in, in the western suburbs of Chicago because everybody here is just going to continue to work, and and a lot of people like their their work. And I, like I said, I go to work because people, I'm the people I'm living with, feel that I'm, I'm I'm not opposed to what they think, but it's like they feel I must go to a job. So I'm like, okay, I'll, and I always get a job, and I. I I even went from Jewel at $12 an hour to Whole Foods at 15 So I'm trying to move up the ladder one step at a time. But it's just, I mean, it's like to get to a a, a, li, or a livable wage, that's what I'm trying to say. But it's hard, man. When you have bad credit and you have scam and and shit following you around. and And then you hate the dollar bill because of everything that you've tried to do. And it's just, you know, it's like... Every time the Alanis said ironic song comes comes on at Whole Foods, it's like the one line she says, like everything blows up in your face, and I'm like, that's my life. Like that ironic song, like everything by Alanis Morissette, like everything just blows up in my face when I try. Not every single time, but the majority. <laughs> so it is what it is. But at any rate, I think that's all I got. You guys have an amazing uh, Thursday and Friday. And I'm doing a t- I'm taking a, a bike ride. A long bike ride to Addison tomorrow for a thirty dollar taste test that'll take like ten minutes to do, so make like thirty dollars in ten minutes. And again, I wish I could find jobs like that where you can make thirty bucks in ten minutes. So you're not invested at a place, you're not stuck there for eight hours, all this cra- you know, but these are only side hustles. That's the reality. They're not they're not like full time gigs. They're just side hustles for People to make a little extra cash on the side of your job and stuff, and that's what I always have done. But again, it's still not at thirty bucks. It'll be gone in you know, a couple days. So uh, it's not enough. <laughs> so I don't know. Like I don't know what I'm supposed to do for a solid chunk of money to, that can put me in an apartment or a condo, or I'm well, not a condo, sorry, but like a studio apartment. I, I don't know what I don't know what kind of job that that that's gonna be. You know, I really don't because I just don't. And the problem is, is I want my disability money to travel. I don't, I don't want to use it to settle down. So again, another reason my parents will not give it to me. So I'm like, it's because I, I just want, like, I just had visions of like going all the way to Seattle and like smoking a 10 foot joint. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying that big, but you know what I'm saying. And like, and making cool videos outside of, you know, Seattle And then, like, drift into another city. Like, I just have visions of doing stuff like that in my head. And, like, these people are like, well, you just better get a serious job one day. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Like, I just don't even know how to do it. So, at any rate, this is Matt Bennett for Crazy Life Stories on Anchor. You guys have a wonderful night. Good Thursday and good Friday into the weekend. I'll update eventually, probably this weekend. Uh... Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm still trying to get, of course, I'm still trying to get a hold of this guy to tell this story that even the Vice magazine, but now he won't respond to text messages. So, I mean, it's just classic, like something that could help blow my podcast up, and I'm still going to get denied, even though we made arrangements already to meet. Just nuts. I mean, it's just everything is so hard right now. Like, I just cannot believe this shit. That's just one other example, but it's just, I'm trying, you guys, but... I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm a drifter person. People want me to settle down, but I I don't have a wife and kids and a house and a SUV, so I can't settle down. (laughs) It is what it is. At any rate, have a great night. Peace. Bye.